You're listening to Small Business Wife, where our goal is to empower, edify, and equip all you small business owning wives. If you're looking for a community of like-minded people to support you along this journey, you're in the right place. Join us every week as we dig into the realities of business owning as a family. Hey, hey, welcome to the Small Business Wife podcast. I'm, we're here with your hosts. I'm, I'm Amanda Hampa, and this is Emily Brignola. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. Well, it has been such a fun, fun couple of weeks on the podcast. I highly suggest, if you did not listen to last week's podcast, go back before you listen to this one and listen to last week's because it is probably one of the most, in my honest opinions, um, the most like relevant podcast to business owning with the family, with your spouse, on how to handle the the overwhelm, how many plates are you spinning, how do we drop plates, and it's just a lighthearted, honest conversation between Emily and I about how we did that th- stuff, so. Yeah, and just navigating through that season, like both of us sort of presently, and mm-hmm. also sort of on the other end. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just a good conversation about like, how we get through those seasons and how we were getting through those seasons. And yeah, I mean, I think business owner or not, like at any point in your life, you're going to have to deal with overwhelm. For real. I was like, I was like listening to it in like our, at our gym and it was just super loud because I was working on stuff. And like, I think every single one of our staff members came in, they were like, that is so good. <laughs> it's like, I know, right? <laughs> so, Welcome yeah. to coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to coffee with me. Let's grab a cup. It's yep. going to be great. Awesome. Well, we're excited about this week. Um, we're talking about um, more practicals because it was a little bit more in your feelings type stuff last mm-hmm. week. Um, we wanted to give you some kind of like um, good handles on like uh, other aspects of business owning, which is more practical. Yeah. And, um, and so... Uh, one of the questions I get very often, and obviously, Emily, I'm sure you do because mm-hmm. you are a professional, is, um, hey, when did you start working for Darby's Companies is number one. And then B was, um, how did you hire out other people? Yeah. Um, and um, and uh, we thought it would be great and um, would be great to start talking about um, the kind of hierarchies of what you hire out. Yeah. And the first being, like, the professionals that um, – that kind of keep your, your rear end covered yeah. in, in a sense is how I kind of explained it is, um, you know, your, your accountants, your lawyers, your insurance companies, like those mm-hmm. different types of things that um, allow you to just be empowered yeah. and do what you want to do and, and, and then keep you protected on all fronts, whether yeah. it's with taxes or legal and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Um, in that category, I would probably also put business coaches and stuff like that too. So, um, yeah, so we'll get on that subject. Um, yeah, kind of like how we want to do it, but you know, we can start off with, let's have you talk about like when, at what point did you jump in to help Darby? Because that's the first thing you want to (laughs) do is utilize your free resource, quote unquote free, because you were a paid employee. Um, I mean, not at first, <laughs> but first you want to utilize the resources you currently have, mm-hmm. which would be a spouse or, yeah. you know, a significant other who's helping you build a business. So like, yeah, how, when did you start? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so our journey is obviously I always say every person's, every couple's journey is very different. I think for us, um, because we were friends before we got married and we worked in ministries and leadership together, um, 
we already kind of had a pretty good bearings on what we were both very strongly suited at. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's super important when I talk to married couples who are doing business. Like one of the first things that I always like, like let people know is like, you have to have your boundaries of what's your lane and what's his lane. What are the things that you're going to be good at? What are the things he's going to be good at? Um, And we'll definitely like dive into that whole aspect of something um, in a different podcast. Um, But because we had that kind of premise it was easy. Um, it's very easy for Darby to just always be in the forefront, always running with the vision, always doing things about 10,000 miles an hour more than I am. Um, and it's always going to be, um, me and my lane is always going to be kind of, kind of coming up behind. And so it's kind of funny because I was just talking to a friend today actually about, it's like he's racing in a car and I'm just running, running, running behind. And at some point there becomes, uh, there comes a point when it's like, perfect that like when the gas starts running out or when the car starts running out of gas you have just this right moment to jump into the passenger seat like fill up the tank jump in the passenger seat and then you can go faster together you Mm -hmm. know what I mean um and I think that was kind of our transition was um was what was happening when I jumped on to our cleaning company, cause that's when I first jumped on, mm-hmm. um, I was always there in a part-time capacity. Um, before we hired Emily to do our books and all of that stuff for our businesses, I was doing all of that. Yeah. So anything we kind of divvied it up, anything back of house or anything behind the scenes, admin, all of that stuff was all in my plate. And Darby was vision sales, marketing, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how we still do things. Um, there's kind of things where things cross in between now. Um, and so what I saw, um, was when Darby gets sparked with a new vision or, you know what I mean? There, he has to have, there's like, he has to have always something new going on. Mm-hmm. And in business, there's always this plateau season. Um, and normally whenever I like, normally whenever you hit that plateau, Um, one of two things has to happen to get to another level. You either start something new Mm -hmm. or, um, there's a new thing within your business that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and what Darby hit that and it was like, he hit it, but he didn't know exactly what it meant. If it meant we start a new business, this is when he launches the gym at the same time that season, he definitely, did get offered to teach classes at a local wrestling academy. And that's how the gym started. Mm -hmm. So he was doing that part time. And then he plateaued at that cleaning company. And then um, what I saw was like, as his energy started to go towards the gym, it kind of dwindled down over this hump. Um, And then uh, over this hump where it was like, it could go down and we can never see the cleaning company again because Mm -hmm. Darby's now interested in this. And that's not anything bad. It's just how Darby's wired. Yeah. Um, what, what happened at the same time was my, the job I was working full time became a pretty toxic environment. And so, um, so we just, we just looked at everything and just said, okay, um, what gap do we have? And we talked about this last week with mm-hmm. the overwhelm is sometimes you have to be very practical when you're in an overwhelming season mm-hmm. and take like bites and pieces and put it all together. And, um, and that's kind of what we did. And we said, okay, we only have like, I think it was like an 800 a month gap. Mm-hmm. And Darby looks at that and he goes, cool, I can make that up in this. And like, and he goes, how do I, how do we make sure that you can get what you need? Like in that process. And so, um, And so that's where the dynamics kind of started working together. Um, And so I officially became the cleaning company's first employee. Granted, we had like employees cleaning. Right. But as far as like salaried employees to kind of take off the load of Darby, um, that became my role. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, 
it's more prevalent, obviously, in the gym because we had been doing so many different things beyond that. So, like, from right. that point on, it was me with the cleaning company and all of our other endeavors, and then Darby with the gym. And then um, the same type of trend happened with Darby is you can only be visionary so much before your systems have to catch up, right? right. Yeah. And I think um, there's a balance of, like, I think now where we work, because obviously you work with us pretty relevant you know, pretty like all the time mm-hmm. you see us daily in our jobs now we're like kind of run full steam ahead because we have that balance every single day yeah but in the beginning it was like new classes new vision new this like put us all out over social media okay how do I get these people into a system you yeah. know what I mean mm-hmm. and um and that's like you just have to kind of set those boundaries of how do you like you know what I'm good at matches with what Darby's good at mm-hmm. and um and at one point, like I tell people all the time, like at one point when you feel that plateau, that might be your first indicator of like when you stop seeing like growth happen or it's like, like even like if you're a visionary for Darby, it was for him. Like he just couldn't get his brain to the next level because of the overwhelm of all the things that needed to get done. Yeah. That's when you have to start going, I'm spending too much time on this. This isn't what I'm called to do. Who can I hire mm-hmm. to fill this role? Yeah. And that's how my transition onto our teams always has become, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Is like when Darby needed to kind of offload vision and now we're doing that in our staff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we want to do other things. We want to grow beyond our gym and not break our gym, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I am very good at being like, I don't have time for bookkeeping. I'm going to pay somebody to do my bookkeeping, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's kind of where we're getting to in that realm. Mm-hmm. So I know it's a long way around for sure, but. That's okay. That's good. That's a question that I know you've gotten a ton Mm -hmm. is, hey, when does it make sense to bring on my spouse? Yeah. And and I literally would, my simple answer is like when the gap in your budget like seems feasible that you can make it up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Hands down because like two people together like is way better than you at 90% all the time, right? Yeah. So two people at 50%. You know what I mean? Is a hundred percent. One person at ninety percent is only ninety percent. So you know what I mean. So you have to think of it in that realm of mm-hmm. like, um, and then if you have two people working a hundred percent in their giftings, that's two hundred percent. So you can grow twice as fast if you have two people working in their giftings. Yeah. Together, you know. But yeah. Um, and then I would say like the next question that I probably get, and you probably honestly probably get in your realm of um, in your industry is. Um, what professional should I be hiring? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how, so what's that look like? Um, and so there's two folds to it. There's the back of house professional sites mm-hmm. and, um, and then obviously your staffing. Yeah. Um, I know today we want to more focus on the professionals that yes. keep your rear ends covered. Um, and then, uh, and then we'll do another one of how do you build staff and create mm-hmm. that type of environment. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it it does, de- I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I would say it definitely depends on industry, but I think there's some pretty, like two to three, like three to four basics professionals that you can pretty much count mm-hmm. on needing at any point. Um, and it's going to be, I would say, a marketing director, mm-hmm. bookkeeping, uh, legal, and um, and at some point I would say some type of business coach and or financial slash um, vision advisor, however yes. you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I totally agree. And I mean, the, 
the way, the order in which you hire these people is going to vary depending yeah. on your industry because um, there are some things like building a gym, for example, like yeah. you don't want to hire uh, or bring on a lawyer like at the end of your, yeah. like, yes. when you've already got other yes. people. You want to have like solid contracts and mm-hmm. waivers and things like yeah. that. Um, so it is going to depend on your industry. So the one that I get asked about all the time is bringing on an accountant. Yeah. Um, and that can, I mean, that means different things to different people. Yeah. Normally when I'm talking to them, they're talking about like a bookkeeper and maybe someone to do their taxes. Yeah. Um, and I'm a little bit biased because I'm like, well, I think I talked about this when we were discussing overwhelm yeah. last week. Um, I'm like, well, it's so easy. You can just do it yourself. So <laughs> like whenever you feel like you don't want to do it anymore, that's when you bring someone on. But that's not always, uh, that's not the right answer. It's right. That's how I feel. Cause I feel like it's super easy and. Right. Cause it, like, I was like, my, my answer to that is very different because like, I hired Emily mm-hmm. in a state of plateau and chaos and like in a, in a stage of ramp up, like to yes. be honest, like we were plateauing, we were going to the next level. I could see it all there. And I said, I don't have time to do that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And to be honest with you, it was the best decision we ever made. And so from that point on, that's how we hired all of our professionals was mm-hmm. like at that plateau. Oh, we can see how, me putting my time towards those energies versus this energy maximizes profit in our bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like a thousand times over, I'm going to go hire that out. Let's do and it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, as far as like hiring on professional, like an accountant or a bookkeeper, yeah. um, not everyone is created equal. No, um, it's true. And even I would venture to say not every licensed professional is <laughs> still deserving of that license. That's going to be a harsh Isn't statement, it? but we went through this with my old accountant. Yes. It's just, and I'm like speaking mm-hmm. specifically to accountants, yeah. but I mean, it's, I think true of every licensed professional, because if you have to be licensed mm-hmm. in a state, like there is a continuing education, like quota that you have to meet every couple of years. But I like honestly that means nothing yeah it really doesn't like I remember the CPA that I was working for like he would do his continuing education and he would take like 20 classes on how to bring more clients in Mm -hmm. but had absolutely no idea what the new tax law was from 2018 onward because he didn't really have to he and that makes me <laughs> hyperventilate as a business owner <laughs> but the but he's a CPA yeah and I mean you had that not that exact situation but mm-hmm. like a a similar um, experience I yeah. guess with your last CPA mm-hmm. of like he was in both in both cases they're older mm-hmm. they have tons of experience and yeah. experience doesn't always equal knowledge and we learned that you know what I mean we really mm-hmm. learned that the hard way you know um, normally, like if you would ask me this question, like even two to three years ago, I would have said, um, well, how long have they been in the industry? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's a, a true tell sign that, um, especially I feel like with accountants, like the IRS mm-hmm. values people who are there a long time. They do. And like, you know what I mean? And, um, and they have a track record, you know? Um, and I think the beauty of, um, what we learned was, um, to stop asking how much, um, 
like how many years the accountant has been in, mm-hmm. I started asking the question of what kind of businesses are they doing taxes for? Yes. And I think, and, um, and where we wanted our gym to go, I wanted an accountant that I knew that could handle what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like, those were, those were super important questions. And, and accountants are very different from bookkeepers. Yes, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, you're super blessed if you have somebody that does both mm-hmm. because it makes taxes super easy. Or you have like what we do where we have an amazing bookkeeper on the day in and day out. And she communicates insanely well with our accountant. And it's just like they work together. It's because Jake's great. <laughs> yes. And, um, and so, um, but it's also because Darby's really great at vision casting mm-hmm. and I'm really great at hiring people to match the vision of yes. what we do. And so that's like the number one key like thing of like, man, how do you hire your professionals, Amanda? I need somebody that I know that's going to get behind the vision that we have. Mm-hmm. And that's like, and it's key. It's key for our accountant. Um, he didn't have what he lacked in experience. His accountant like he's a, it's an accountant of like a family accountant agency. Says, yeah. yeah. And so firm. like, so there were things that were important to me from, from him was he worked with million dollar companies all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like what he was doing for those people. I interviewed people that were working with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was referred by one of them to him. And then um, they had a review process for their tax prep. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that any way, shape or form, I wasn't going to get blindsided by some fee down the road <laughs> because four other people that knew the tax laws. And even if he forgot the tax laws, his mom, his aunt, and the other two people that were in his, in his building, were not going to forget the tax laws. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And They're not so, all like, dropping the ball. <laughs> yeah. And so that was important for me because at the end of the day, when you're hiring out, you have to be able, especially on the professional level, you have to be able to trust trust that they know what they're doing, that they're the expert mm-hmm. in that industry. And when you don't trust them because you don't know them, then you need to know their portfolio and you need to know um, how they're going to keep your rear end safe, you know? Yeah. And so. Well, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why you hire out these professionals yeah. because like you, you don't have time mm-hmm. as a business owner to go get a law degree. Yeah. Like you don't have time to go read the tax law. Like yeah. you're, you have other things to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all on you. And so like, you don't have time to do these things. You hire somebody, yeah. a license, somebody for their expertise. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately just having a degree or just having a license doesn't mean that they're the best fit for you Yeah, or, you know, most people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> but it you want to be able to trust them yes. because that's exactly what you're hiring them for. And I love that, like, yeah, I, I, for, I love Jake, first of mm-hmm. all, but I also, who's <laughs> Amanda's accountant, he's just the best. He, he's younger than both of us yes. are. So it's he's, crazy. he definitely does lack that. But whole, his whole family has, like, over 50 years of experience in accounting. Yeah. With million-dollar companies mm-hmm. and that thousand times over will sell me over Mm -hmm. a thousand times more. You know what I mean? But he's also like so serious about keeping up to date Mm -hmm. on what's happening and like how that could benefit you guys as a client. Mm -hmm. And like whenever we have like a meeting with, (laughs) with all of us, like we don't end up just talking about like taxes in the business. Like we end up getting into like investments mm-hmm. and retirement yep. accounts and like all of these different things that he also keeps up to date mm-hmm. on because like as your accountant, he wants to be able to give you the best yeah. financial advice. So yes. he doesn't stop at this is tax law. Mm-hmm. He like dives into every aspect mm-hmm. of finance and having yeah. 
like a business owner perspective of finance and like makes himself an expert on those things too. Yeah. And I think that's also something like, like Amanda said, you want to have a mix of experience because you don't want someone mm-hmm. who's like fresh out of college doing yeah. your stuff, but also like you want to have someone who's well-rounded and knowledgeable in their field, not yeah. just like the specific thing that they're doing for you. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's 100% correct. And I would say and making sure that your accountant is both over your business and your personal finances as far as like your taxes go mm-hmm. is huge because I know that there's some accountants that, well, they're like, well, I only do personal. I don't do business. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Because it's literally like my business world is my personal. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And so I don't get it. But yeah, I think that's super, super crucial. And I love what you just said about all of that. And I would think to go even a step further is like, okay, cool, accountant, awesome. Mm-hmm. What about bookkeeping? And um, and obviously you're super passionate about it. Yeah. And so before <laughs> I let you go loose on it, I'll explain what made me hire you. Mm-hmm. And so there were two main key things. Um, when you hit a certain level in your, in your business, um, the inner circle of who you let around your books, who you let around the vision, um, you, you protect it. Because when you have something good, like people want it and mm-hmm. they want a piece and they also always have an opinion about how you should do things. Yeah. And so in order so that like there isn't confusion in that arena, you hire people that you trust. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, um, I could have hired any bookkeeper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but Emily will tell you, I waited and mm-hmm. waited and waited till she had, till she felt confident to do it because like there are a few people in my life, um, that had been that close to Darby and I and like, and what we were capable of. And, and that's what it, it goes back to what I said earlier. You have to trust that they can take your vision and that they can empower it. Yeah. Like that is the biggest key in hiring out anything. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, um, because we kind of had like a pretty mucky situation happen. Um, cause we just love people and we just love leadership and we love empowering people. Um, but when you have too many hands in the in the fire, not fire, but too many, like, yeah, too many sticks in the fire. Mm-hmm. It kind of tends to burn out in five different directions yeah. and we needed it to be focused. And so, um, we hired Emily in on that intention of like, I need to know that if I don't have control over these finances, that there's somebody that not only do I trust, but is okay with having the hard conversations with my husband when he wants to be crazy visionary. Mm-hmm. And um, she's okay with literally sitting down and going, hi, this isn't just your wife coming at you. Mm-hmm. This is now a professional. And that particular boundary is what, especially a married couple business owning, it's like that, like that, like you setting that boundary for us in our marriage was huge mm-hmm. because like it wasn't no longer my responsibility, me feeling the pressure from Darby for the numbers or for, um, you know what I mean? For him to feel like I was just always like holding him back. Mm-hmm. This was just factual information coming at him of like, this is what it is. Yeah. And, um, and that's huge for us. And then also like, and then obviously like, yeah, just trusting the person like, you know, at no, not every business owner can have their best friend be their bookkeeper. Right. That would be my prayer. <laughs> like, be to be honest. Yeah. I hope your best friend is good with finances. <laughs> but I can tell you that like there are professionals out there like Emily um, and bookkeepers across the nation mm-hmm. that like 
they will hardcore go to bat for you, especially because their heartbeat is to get you where you're going. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what you look for in a bookkeeper is like that they almost cry when you tell them how far you want to go. And like, and I, I can tell you when we like, when we told Emily where we wanted to take the gym, plus the other businesses that we're doing, she got teary eyed and then didn't respond to us with like the reasons why that shouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. She immediately responded with, this is how I can help maximize your time to get there. Mm -hmm. And B, um, she then spilled out her whole heart about her vision. And I was like, at that point I was like, yep, like that's the person, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a good, like, segue also into like other professionals as well because you like we're harping a lot on like finance and and like accountants and bookkeepers yeah. because that's I mean that's what I love yeah right <laughs> so that's what I can speak the most to <laughs> but also like um even like what you were saying about like having someone be a buffer in your marriage yeah like I think that that's like when you're starting to have tension between the two of you like in business, that is honestly the perfect time to bring on another professional because like, even like if it's just a, just, even if it's like a business coach, like bringing someone on, they might be telling your spouse the exact same thing, the exact same thing that you've been telling your spouse for years yeah, and they're going to say it and your spouse is going to be like, Oh yeah, I never thought about that. That's a good point. And you're going to want to set them on fire. Mm -hmm. But there's yep. just something about having an outside person mm-hmm. speak something to you that you yeah. just, you respond to it better than if your spouse says it to mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Like if we're sitting in a meeting and this <laughs> happened the other day when, <laughs> we, when we were uh, going over small business wife, like Darby and Amanda and I were, were sitting in a meeting about small business wife. And Amanda had to get up and I think go pick up the kids or yes. something. So like Darby and I w- stayed in the meeting and we're like projecting like, okay, well, this is like, how we get to this number. How we get to this number. <laughs> Amanda came back and she was like, of course you guys did this. Of course. <laughs> like, what are all of those zeros? Like, where are they coming from? And like, I, I can hear that from Amanda uh-huh. way better than like if I were to come home and talk to mm-hmm. Nick about it and he'd be like, where are all those zeros coming from? Yeah. I would have been like, well, why don't you believe in me? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and that's not to say he doesn't. He absolutely believes in me. He absolutely mm-hmm. believes in us and in our vision and in our ability mm-hmm. to make stuff happen. But like, there's just an emotional response yep. that you get from a spouse that you don't get from another mm-hmm. professional. So like hundred percent Amanda's saying to me, like, where are all those zeros coming from? Mm-hmm. I can take a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and it's like, it's like a laughing situation when it's like Darby, Emily and I, and I'm really looking at my husband while I'm like literally wanting to gouge my eyes out because I'm hyperventilating because there's a lot of zeros and Darby is <laughs> like, well, we have it all mapped out. And I was like, well, cool. <laughs> He's like, hi, so this is how we're going to do this. Yes. And we're going to do this and this and this. And I was like, cool. Who's building those systems? Oh, I am. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Great. So I have to learn, I have to make systems for all of these different bi- like aspects of business. Yeah. And I have to make them like what in a month? Like, okay, for perfect. And I was like, <laughs> and I jokingly said, I was like, what in like five years? And they're like, well, three. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I respond to my husband and you want a third child. Like that uh-huh. was our conversation. But that that's like the beauty of it is because Emily's a buffer. It can become this funny conversation, but I still have this like 
person that's going, no, he just cast out the vision and I'm a believer. Mm -hmm. And like, you know what I mean? And in that, it's like this team of people are now going towards this vision instead of me and my husband who have to deal with all of our emotional stuff and like Mm -hmm. this and that. And um, because I tell you what, 95% of the time I come into those meetings and Darby's doing them by himself and he's like, okay, let's talk about vision. And Emily's not there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to flip tables because like, I'll be like, how dare you not think of me? And he's like, no, Emily asked, like Emily just said like, okay, well, what's this? Amanda's going to ask us what systems we need to do this. And I was like, ah. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. It's why it's a good thing to have, to bring in other professionals. Yes. Because like, if you have a business coach who's doing this yeah. with you, like a business coach will help you cast yeah. vision, but they're also not emotionally involved. Mm-hmm. So when one of you is casting this giant vision of like all the things they want to do in the next year, mm-hmm. they can say, okay, great. Let's take a time out. What systems do we need yeah. to put in place? And like, if I think like, if you had said that to Darby, yeah. he, like he will le- immediately be like, why are you always holding me back? Why is there always resistance? I'm like, <laughs> because, <laughs> because you can only run so fast before you have to sustain. Like we talked a couple weeks ago about like, um, I feel like I can't remember what the exact wording, but we were talking about like, you have to go to the next level and then you just eventually you have to build the system to the next level. Mm-hmm. And like, and that's how you sustain it. You know what I mean? The goal is eventually like where my brain always is, my brain is always three months ahead of that. Like, and so like the moment that I feel behind on the vision is where, uh, we get caught up. Cause I'm like, babe, like two, two minutes ago, I was like three months, six months ahead of you. You know what I mean? And then like, and it's like, but that's important, you know, yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and like, I mean, that's with a coach, like, yeah, that's going to be, I think the easiest person yes. to bring in and have those conversations. Yeah. And Cause our, and our business coaches are amazing. Our business coaches is, is like, and that would be like the next segue of like, okay, um, how do I hire a business coach? Cause that would be, so I would say what I said, I said, financial advisor, bookkeeper, mm-hmm. legal business coach, Yeah, financial advisor. You can kind of lump into the accounting and bookkeeping because it's just, it's really the exact same type of thing. You yes. know what I mean? It's that they have to be able to see everything that you have coming in and to go forward. And I would ask the same questions. Business coaches, um, I would say um, map out where you want to, it's all going to come back to vision. Yeah. At the end of the day, all of these professionals are going to come back to vision. And um, uh, and uh you want to know where you want to go, what kind of gym you want, what kind of building you want, what kind of things you want to do, um, where you want to do beyond those businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then you hire somebody who's there or close to there or has been there. Um, and that's the beauty of consulting and business coaching is um, being in that realm of like, oh, so they have like our, our business coaches, um, one of our business coaches, cause it's a team of three, um, Marketing wise, the one guy's awesome, amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, marketing was the other one that I said. I was like, that's why yeah, we hire that out too. <laughs> and so, um, and so, uh, the one guy's uh, like Darby's been following for years mm-hmm. and like, and just watching his gym grow. And then he just sold off his gyms to his partner and all this stuff. And so now he's doing some other fun things that Darby's like, I want to be there in 10 years. And so that in itself, we were like, yeah, we want to be around that person. Um, the other one is a financial guy and he invests all the ways that we want to invest. He does like, and so like a team of people is always better than just one. Cause you yes. get this full roundedness to it. And that's what we love about our, our business coaching team. And then the third, um, is a, 
is a woman and her husband, we kind of lumped them together because she's very systematic. Um, she was the reason we bought into it when we launched this location of the gym. Um, but her and her husband run the exact same single location type gym that we want to run. And, um, and they did it together for the last 10 years in business together. And so, and she runs things the way I run things at the gym and, uh, he runs things the way Darby does. And so, um, when, which has been awesome for us because when we're like doing this, like butting heads in business, especially with our gym, like it's not a surprise to, to, you know, to Amy and her husband, like they're like, Oh yeah. We remember that stage where we were fighting on the mats and like, and screaming and trying to get out to our car before our students saw us arguing. And I'm like, yes, yes. I did that yesterday. I did that yesterday. (laughs) And then she goes, okay, but here's the solution. You know what I mean? And that like the beauty of being ahead of like, like, like being involved with people that are ahead of you is huge. You're going to cut years and time off your journey by putting yourself and paying the money around those things. And I can say any amount of money that we spent on business coaching, um, 10 times over, we've made back in our business, probably mm-hmm. tenfold. Um, and you obviously seen our books could probably say yeah. the same. You know? and yeah, so, it's about accurate. <laughs> it's about accurate, right? Um, but yeah. And so, and then we get to duplicate the process into our staff, which is awesome. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because then their journey is whether they're business owning or entrepreneurs within our business, we're cutting their time in half, which then maximizes our profits on our bottom line, which yeah. is great. And then um, legal. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I look for in a good legal professional, um, honestly, and it's going to sound a little strange considering like, uh, maybe it won't sound strange. I think <laughs> it sounds strange. It, one of the things that I look for is somebody who has their own practice. Mm-hmm. And the reason is they're a business owner. They're a business mm-hmm. owner. Yeah. So they understand a lot of the legality around being a business owner practically yeah. versus just theoretically. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to, like, if I ask a lawyer, like, hey, what do you think I should take out for, like, liability insurance on my business? Like, they're going to be able to tell me firsthand. Yeah hey, this is about how much insurance that you should have. You know, industry standard is this, but you could probably get away with that because realistically this is, you know. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're going to have a lot more firsthand knowledge Mm -hmm. than, like, somebody in a big law firm. And, like, in a big law firm, yeah, okay, they've got a lot of support Mm -hmm. um, that maybe an individual with their own practice won't have. But honestly, like, unless you get into... I want to say like serious legal trouble, yeah. which you're probably not going to as a small business, then like the expertise that that individual has mm-hmm. is going to be better for you because yeah. they understand practically speaking yeah. what you're dealing with on a day-to-day yeah. basis. And it's just, it goes back to the, the having buffers, having boundaries with every relationship within your business. Mm-hmm. Um, what works for us doesn't always work for everybody, but I can tell you at the bare minimum, having somebody who can look at like things that can make you afraid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, for example, with the pandemic, we had crazy things where it's like, oh man, like how do we do our business and mm-hmm. also keep ourselves protected against anything happening? And we like, our lawyer is amazing and drafted up, you know, um, 
like waivers, drafted up contracts, like different things. And then even in the relationship of what you do in work, because we're like such a small team of people. Um, and because we have like our best friend, we have like, you know, Darby's brother works for us. There's a lot of these intermingling type relationships and contracts that are written out by professionals not just you like Mm -hmm. willy nilly in it like that, like at the end of the day, this is how we work in a business atmosphere. Yeah. Like this is your role. This is your responsibility. You sign your name on the dotted line. And not that I would ever probably take you to court Mm -hmm. if I had to, I could. Mm -hmm. And like, um, it just keeps everybody's like, it makes healthy business relationships you know what I mean and I think that's huge and that's the stuff that like and like and Darby and I tend to be the type of people that were like well we don't really always want to do that Mm -hmm. but I can tell you like as Emily's like worked in and out of our different in our business in different roles and capacities Mm -hmm. nothing's been better than knowing that like she's one of those type of people that comes in does her job sticks to her contract and like and we uphold our end on our side of the agreement and it's bound by mm-hmm. a lawyer who knows what he's doing. And so, yeah. and it just keeps the level of respect. If you like respect your business and what you've built, you protect it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean, and like, and legally speaking, financially, all of it, you just protect it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and there's honor in that for your staff when they come on as contractors, there's honor in that. They're yeah. like, oh, okay. This isn't like just some small mom and pop shop. This is somebody who like they fought hard for this and they yeah. will keep it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, yeah, for sure. But well, yeah. And I think like, especially as we're talking about like just starting to bring mm-hmm. people on yeah. and bring on professionals, like I want to touch base, like you guys have brought on a lot of friends and especially mm-hmm. like in like your capacity. Coaching capacities. Yeah. yeah. Our staff and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you normally, you, you train up your coaches. Yeah. So like they've been students for a while. Yeah. You've had years worth of relationship with these we hang people. out outside the gym, all you that hang stuff. hang out outside the yeah. gym. And honestly, like, even just Contract, like in our it. capacity working together, yeah, mm-hmm. it it seems counterintuitive because you think like, well, if I have to put it down in a contract, then like, don't you think that that is going to hurt our relationship? And I say absolutely not. The complete opposite happens. Yep. Like, having solid legal contracts when you're employing mm-hmm. your friends, like in any capacity, 100%. protects your friendship. Mm-hmm. It makes Be- it really easy to take this hat off. And put this hat on and to yeah. go, hey, this is not me. Like, and you can lead with like, and we have these conversations all the time. We're mm-hmm. like, number one, we believe in everything that we, like we hired you to do and mm-hmm. you're capable. Number two, like this in no way, shape or form changes our friendship. Number three, this is us being a business owner and we have to have a really serious talk right now. Yeah. And then you just go into it and we go, we can pull out the contract that said, this is what the metrics were. Mm-hmm. This is where we're at. Yeah. Hey. And then like, and I was like, and there's no, like, there's no, like not one time if I had like a staff in that realm, come back at me, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and that's because that's the beauty of it, you know, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well guys. (sighs) Yes. I have to go pick up my kids soon. Yes. <laughs> We're going to wrap up. That's, I think we covered everything that yeah. we, we wanted to. We kind of rushed through a bunch of things, but like. There's some solid stuff. Like, I yeah. think if we could like sum it up, it's like, know your vision. Mm-hmm. And like, at the end of the day, if they can't get behind their vision, they're not the person for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then, um, yeah, your business is worth protecting. And mm-hmm. just really look at like what you have and what needs to be protected. And if I were to give any suggestion what to hire out first, I would say probably lawyer, bookkeeping mm-hmm. and accounting, um, and then business coaching and um, 
and marketing. Yeah. yeah. Marketing's like super easy. Marketing is more just on the realm of like, I just get more time when I pay somebody else to do it yeah. and it's worth it <laughs> like a thousand times. And so, yeah. um, but yeah. And, and that doesn't mean they're doing all of the marketing, carrying the vision. Mm-hmm. That just means you're carrying the vision and they're making the marketing match your vision. Yes. And so, um, if they're trying to do the other fire them all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, because you have to be at the helm of the ship. Mm-hmm. And so that's important for sure. Yeah. But yeah, if you have any questions, feel free, reach out to us, like seriously yeah. message us, um, you know, get in the Facebook group. Um, I promise September is the month that we get all of our crap together. <laughs> so, no promises. No promises. But we're promises <laughs> I lightly, Suggest. I, I loosely hope. Right. Loosely hope. But yes. But yeah, perfect. So yeah, if you guys want to support us, uh, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Um, any way that you listen, it just yeah. lets the host people. <laughs> I said that super awkwardly. <laughs> let's, let's the hosting uh, platforms know, yeah. know that you like the content we're putting out. And um, if you are not yet in the Facebook group, go ahead and jump in the Facebook group. Um, just because community is everything guys right I mean, we say that every week but it's really true so we would yeah. love to have you be part of ours yes sounds good all we'll right see you guys next week